All right, so welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the Evergreen Podcast Production System. Check out all of the programs. You'll find them on Evergreen um, Podcast Productions. Easy enough to do. We are very proud that we are their number one show. And Tony, after what, 15, 16 years, uh, we keep uh, doing our best to improve by having great guests on. We just had Justin Brayton on. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty proud of him and happy for his success and his He's signing like with Factory Honda. He's like a brother of yours. I brother mean, you from another are, mother. You guys are very close, and that's that's pretty cool. He's put up with me, but he's very close to you. You guys. I I, I asked him if he was because <laughs> like I got a bunch of texts and said, "Is that going to affect his you know the race that we do together at my track?" And I said, "Absolutely not," or I would have heard from him by now. But I then I got to wondering, and I sent him a text last week and i said will the factory honda rig be at the race oh wow at the justin brayton shootout that that. would be cool (laughs) that would be very very cool it was all the response was just an lol so apparently no you know what it it possibly could happen and if anybody can make it happen it's you so good job out of you yeah maybe like the atv demo truck or something at best Is there such a thing? I don't know. Okay. Hey, uh, you got a new piece of equipment in Winterset. Uh, can you describe it for us and what it's uh, designed to do? Yeah, I got a, um, a uh, it's called a Machio. I saw it down at Loretta's. And it's a, it's a soil conditioner, basically. It's, it's like a tiller, but it tills like a blender rather than like a regular. So the, a regular tiller, rototiller, like you'd see, it, it has... It as it, it where it bottoms, tines or, yeah, where the tines discs. bottom out, it yeah. actually packs the dirt, and it's called plow pan. And so when you push all that off, which we never get to it because I have a sandy soil, but a lot of clay tracks I ride, that they they aren't as fortunate about the dirt that you know mine's really sandy and river bottom. But um, once they get so far down, it turns into uh, uh, a really slick surface, and so it's so, a so really hard pack. Um, yeah, so it's like a hard pack underneath all that. So it's it's uh so it's it's um it's pretty cool. This thing blends instead of t- it so it's a it's a tiller and then behind that it has a drag bar that a leveling bar and then behind that it has a roller. Wow. And the roller it, it actually you can adjust how much it packs and it packs it just enough that it seals in the moisture because every edge you have so if you have like even if they're small clods, every edge that you have hits the wind or the sun and it dries it's more surface to dry so this actually seals in the moisture and and um and it's adjustable and it's got so this just another investment you're putting into your facility to benefit the riders yeah and pretty cool or or myself (laughs) here's the deal though you get the loamiest track for yourself whenever you want well here's the thing you got the you you can have the most the sweetest most bitchiness dirt ever but if you don't have a bunch of guys to ride it it, it takes What's a while point? to work it in so yeah. it's like screw it now i can just go lay out a corner track by myself <laughs> in any field that i own or maybe don't even own but i can lay out a field and i can have the sweetest little corner track in in a matter of an hour so yeah you got a race coming up this uh this weekend right yeah we do we've got a race at the track it's a saturday it's a practice until three o'clock and then we have on the main track and then we have a, the north stadium track practice starts over there for the races to follow and uh it's a limited schedule obviously with the sun and everything and sure. and uh we'll, we'll knock that out and that's a really fun track i rode it sunday night and then um and then we're having a pit bike race 
we have a, a full-blown pit bike track with an over-under and the whole thing. It's super fun. And uh, we're having a pull-start motorcycle race, which the pull-start mini bikes Again, are, are hot right now. They absolutely are, and, and Ryan is behind <laughs> this. I know Ryan's a big so part of this It's going to be so dangerous with on the over-under. It was fun in, da- in Davenport, I yeah. got to tell you. It was fun to, uh, to, fun to announce, but so, it was fun Okay, to I got to tell you, and I know Taylor. Just hang on, Taylor, one second. I got to tell the story. <laughs> so the kid that won, he's from Winterset, right? He's He bought the bike when he saw it on Facebook. He bought the bike and showed up, and he won. And he, he's was like – Was it the big tires? Yeah, yeah, it's the big and so the thing you, to kill it, the kill switch doesn't work. You have to pull the the uh, <laughs> spark the, plug lead. Yes, so it shocks you, right? So I'm I'm like he he drops it off and he says, "Hey, look, I want I'm have to go to Colorado this weekend, but I want someone to race this thing because it's so fast and it's so cool." And I go, "That's awesome, man! Thanks." So I'm in my I get out of my dozer. I'm in my flip flops, and I ride the thing up to the house, getting ready to come up here. I just go past Sarah's caddy, which is. A nice car, right? And I got my GMC Jimmy with the top off, and you know what I'm talking about—that truck. I I, I lean down <laughs> to to pull the spark plug cap, and as I do that, I must have turned the handlebars just right or something, and the th- throttle sticks wide open, full loop out. Right? I'm skidding with my the brakes don't work that well. Thank goodness I was wearing flip flops at the time. <laughs> the the freaking thing has so much power. I'm hanging on to the thing. I'm down to my knees. I'm pretty sure my finger's broke, my index finger, which sucks because I'm going to Baja next week, and I'm, my index finger, it feels broken. But full loop out across the hood of my truck. I'm not I'm not exaggerating or nothing. That's wow. how that's how hard the thing flipped. Dylan, the guy that works for me, pulls up in the mule right behind me, sees it, and he's just, he's just laughing. Sarah and Charlotte, my kid, and they come out, and they're, they're, everybody's just looking at me, and they're like, and the four and the and the, the thing's still full bore, full, oh, yeah. full wide Why open. It be? You know, like hung on the bumper of the yeah. truck. <laughs> <laughs> this happened like an hour ago. That Taylor awesome. Roberts joins us now. Taylor, has this ever happened to you or would you uh, even um, hesitate a guess on whether it has happened to you? Yeah, no, I can't say that that has happened to me. <laughs> That's a good one. Have you ever been on a mini bike with flip flops on? <laughs> I'm sure I have at some point, but uh, I was sober though, it, I would, <laughs> which is sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. I uh, I've had to actually my my parents live a mile down the road from me, mm-hmm. and usually my most common form of transportation over to their house is my 450. And there's been a f- couple situations where I've ended up in flip flops between my house and my parents' house, but it's not comfortable. It's not. It's just. Uh, it makes me uncomfortable to ride with flip flops because uh, I know this is exactly when bad things happen. Have you, does a guy at your skill level, Taylor? Do you ever even? Did you ever ride pull start mini bikes? Because there's a whole generation I think of kids, Tony, that maybe I never, never seen them. I never rode it, and I and and I, my my opinion is still: Why would I ride that junk when I got good stuff in the garage? Of course, I bought one for Davenport and. <laughs> loaned it out and immediately gave it away but uh you ever rode a pull start taylor they don't they don't work properly no no i never have ridden one you're not missing anything it was just it was a it was a rite of passage for uh for a whole generation for me it was the it was the first thing you came in contact with that you would get to ride but i recognize tony uh there's a lot of kids that uh Probably had better stuff to ride well, that's all the, the time. That's the nearest thing they've got to a motorcycle. Let's face it; it's a scooter. But my 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 thought was, why does it take so long when you twist the throttle for it to gain any speed? Uh, this one didn't. 
<laughs> it was pretty instantaneous. <laughs> it was well. I th- I think what happened was I, the the cable like pulls. You know, it, like I turned the thing just like you just turn the bars aside and yeah, leaned over and the thing just took off and my instinct <laughs> was not to let go apparently and <laughs> have it drag you around a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was. We, um, we need to go to commercial break. I think. Yeah. Good. Night. Well, thanks for joining <laughs> us, Taylor. Hey, Taylor, how's yep. the racing going in the work series? Oh, it's been going great. Yeah, we, killing uh, them. Yeah, I uh, had a pretty good season so far, and uh, you know, Fat Duval came out when we went up to Washington and showed me how to ride the trees a little bit. But other than that, it's been going good. Oh, Thaddeus, he uh, he's gotten a lot better over the years. Yeah, he, I mean, he that's always been a, a real solid rider but he um he's definitely i feel like stepped it up the last couple of years you know and he you can tell he has a little a little bit more fire under him when he's trying to chase down caleb every round yeah and and caleb too man that that, that the whole level of the gncc guys has has uh, elevated so much in the last three four years it's incredible what's it like how would you compare the work series to the gncc as far as the depth of racer of of talent, because there's definitely a lot of GNCC guys, and I know that you're like kind of the poster child for the work series. Uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, I still feel like we have a pretty good depth of field. You know, we at the last works race we had 16 pros, and the last GNCC only had 11 pros. So, um, you know, we're doing pretty good. It's definitely this year is the best year that I've seen in most recent years and it's cool you know we got guys like myself out there zach bell ex-moto guy andrew short ex-moto guy and he and then you know gary sutherland who's been there forever but then you got kids coming up like dante Oliveira, who's been on the podium almost every round so um yeah it's been going good and taylor what do you uh do you have any uh personal thoughts from your perspective as a racer in that series what's uh what's making the difference that you're seeing uh you know, a preponder or, you know, and a, a growth, if you will, of uh, professional participation. Is it just that uh, sponsors are getting more interested in the series uh, that then allows uh, maybe some teams to come available? You know, that there's a little bit of that. Um, but, you know, it's cool. There's been a bunch of like privateers just showing up doing their own thing. And I think that comes down to the, the $10,000 pro purse that we have at every round this year. And then they've also been doing a really good job with the tracks, like the best tracks I've seen since probably 2008, 9, 10 era. Um, they've, a, they've been putting a lot of effort into the tracks. And, you know, this year they, they actually got new new owners or a new owner, but it's really an owner and his son are putting a lot of effort into it. And uh, the son, Dane, has been just killing the track. He's been doing such a great job. So... That's what I like to see, you know, even more than the, the monetary aspect's nice, but I just, I'm stoked that we have really good tracks to race on again. And I imagine it's because that the, they've, they're running the bikes on, on Saturday and the ATVs and four-wheeled units on Sunday, isn't that right? Uh, no, this year they're actually, they, so they did do that the last years, but this year the quads and, AT, and the side-by-sides are on a completely different weekend, so. Oh, that's right, um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so same thing. Really, <laughs> yeah, so they can really dial in the track for motorcycles, and then they have all week to you know change it for the quads. So, 
tell me this as far as maybe not necessarily the pro class, but as far as the other class, has that attracted guys that are two wheeled guys that, that come in and that don't want to be, because I know that they're, let's face it, we don't, you know, me running a racetrack, there's, there's nothing but high fives when I said when I finally said no more ATVs, guys. There, you're, there's not enough numbers for me to deal with you anymore. Beat it. And man, that was like right. more bikes started showing up because of it. Yeah. No, I uh, I think I could agree with that. Um, I mean, I I know some quad guys that are like some of the coolest guys you know I've met in the industry, like like Bo Barron and and Johnny Gallagher. But uh, at the same time, like the the styles of riding just don't match. Like the quad guys don't like riding motorcycle ruts, and the right. motorcycle guys don't like riding with quads. So I'm not saying the guys that race them are no good. I'm just talking about the the ter- you know what I'm talking about. It's the it's exactly what you just said. It's, yeah, the guys are fine. It's not I have a problem with them personally. I just don't want to, uh, you know, like where we live in the Midwest, we get really gnarly ruts at my track. ATVs right. ruin that, and then and then the ATVs also don't want to have to straddle a dirt bike rut. Yep. Yep. So I, I think it's... it's didn't uh, we used to, um, at the fairgrounds, for example, didn't you used to put the, the ATVs out there to to help uh, flatten out the track, to smooth it out? Yeah, we got a, we have implements for that now. It's called yes. a Machio. We just talked about yeah, it. <laughs> Machio. Yeah. Have you seen, uh, have you seen that Machio, Taylor? It's... Uh, sorry, what's that? It's called, it's a, it come, it's a soil conditioner. It's like a tiller, but it, it tills vertically rather than horizontally. So it tills like a blender. It's uh, what they used. They're using them at Outdoor Nationals now, a few of them, the ones that the Coombs run. Um, they're using them at Loretta Lens. I just got one for my track. I'm very excited about it. It's uh, oh, nice. very expensive. But I'm. we have the best dirt. You probably wouldn't even know how to behave. Living out there and then coming back here, you'd be you'd. It's like um, you ever seen that fly fly that sticky fly paper that you put out for uh, yeah. catching. That's what it's like riding on my track about midday. <laughs> it gets like that. It's so good. We loop out city everywhere. It's fun. I'm I'm gonna have to come check that out. It would be fun. What do you What's your schedule look like for the rest of the fall and, and winter time? So I have a. Sprint Enduro, Sprint Hero Race this weekend at Glen Helen. And uh, as long as I just go there and, and pretty much finish, then I can win the championship there. And then uh, I have a couple weeks off and then a works race in Taft, California. Kind of same deal with that one. As long as I go there and just uh, finish, then I should be able to win that championship. And then a couple more weeks off and then head to Portugal for ISD. Awesome. Oh, just going to Portugal. Okay. You just kind of throw that yep. out there, so that's good. Um, well, look, it's always good to talk to you, Taylor, and uh, we wish you safe travels for sure and also uh, victories in your future as well. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. There we go. Taylor Robert heading into the uh, into the pits. I want to go to PJ. PJ, you and I, uh, prior to Tony's arrival here in the studio, we're talking about a water bottle incident. What can you tell us? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, Pat Kelly, Sean Dylan Kelly, the superstar phenom young rider who uh, did so well at Daytona on the M4 X-Star Suzuki team, that is Team Hammer, right, the Ulrich's right. Road Racing World team, well, his dad was a little upset during qualifying at New Jersey, the most, or uh, 
Yeah, it was New Jersey. Um, most recent Moto America round. And chucked a water bottle at one Hayden Gillum. He got caught doing that on camera by the track and was then, uh, it has been announced by Moto America, he's been banned for six races from didn't attending Chuck, uh, Moto America events. Didn't Chuck and, and his son kind of bend over backwards to get him a, 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 a what do you call it, a credential? Uh, yes, uh the Ulriches, as team owners, uh, requested the credential from Moto America I'm on sorry, behalf John, of yeah. Sean Dillon Kelly, their rider. As a courtesy to him, they uh, requested a credential for his father. So, unfortunately, they get notified because they're the people that asked for the credential. Um, and they get named in the the unfortunate uh, press release. Moto, or, uh, Is there a financial part of this? I don't believe so. He's no he's not a competitor, not part of the team. So he's what? Just a that spectator. So what that they're mentioned? Everybody had they, exactly. They, they have plenty of street cred, and, and they totally do. And they made a public, very public apology to Hayden Johnny Gillum Chris, to Hayden Gillum sure. from the team. We're sorry this happened. You know they've they've owned up to it completely. They've everything's gone the way it should. It's just unfortunate. We see it at racetracks. Tony, you see it more than most. Mini dads are the same everywhere. Just did uh, the bottle actually hit him? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the video uh, again. Unfortunately for him, it, it just couldn't be any more clear. It was him chucking a bottle. I saw a shoe thrown at, at our president one time, George Bush. <laughs> What's that? Now? Yeah, I've seen that too. I saw a shoe thrown at George Bush when he was president on, ca- on camera. On camera, and he well, was he was. He moved. He had, he was quick. <laughs> quick on his feet. Yeah. All right. Tell you what. When we come back, uh, next guest waiting in the ring, wings. Tell me who is it? Uh, Richard Kimes. He's he's with uh, Helmet House, and we're going to talk a little bit about the power sports industry and some of the trends that are going on. Part of the uh, Evergreen Podcast System. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Leslie Porterfield from the High Five Cycles, fastest woman in the world. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.